the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. You know, I know you couldn't get into Georgetown, and now Tony Fauci's there. Um, so, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you've got a new colleague in the academy. How do you feel about that? Well, we've got two new colleagues. Lori Lightfoot is going to be a Harvard. fellow yeah. at yeah. Harvard. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She's going to join uh, Bill de Blasio um, of course. at Harvard. <laughs> so These are dizzying uh, intellects. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of learning to, to take place there for those students. They're very blessed <laughs> to have such great people. Um, Anthony Fauci, it's interesting that he's going to be at Georgetown because he still shows up at the NIH and parks his car at the NIAD director spot. And all indications have been that he's been on the payroll and still working there. So maybe he's figured out the right timing to leave on his own uh, schedule. Well, you know, but, um, those academic jobs, you know, he could probably he could probably have the NIAID thing as a uh, side hustle, maybe. Well, he did such a great job. In the government, hate for to lose him. Years. Yeah, hate to lose him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm devastated, but I'll recover quickly. <laughs> um, the Mandy Cohen clip you just played, in all seriousness, is really disturbing. I mean, you see the way that public health officials were talking so lightheartedly about, oh yeah, I'm not going to give them sports. I'm not going to give the kids school. I'm not going to. You know what? Show me one professional athlete in the entire world who's died of COVID. It's never happened. It's never happened. Why? Because COVID spared the young and healthy. And yet we saw that this these sort of careless policies result in a surge in suicide rates we learned about last week, addictions of all kind, including the one of the worst addictions, addictions to phones among kids because of the, the profound loneliness. And mental health problems, lifelong learning loss. So it's so sad to hear a public health official just talk with so much cavalier about how, yeah, I didn't give them sports when we know that these kids were really harmed during the pandemic from policies where parents deserve an apology and the kids deserve an apology. Uh, Something else you wrote about that's disturbing and this also, too, in all seriousness uh, while they were very cavalier about when they get school, when they get sports, they're also very cavalier about saying things that they couldn't prove, like the vaccines were safe for pregnant women, which you wrote about recently. Well, there was a um, exclusion of all pregnant women from the vaccine trials. You, you were not allowed to be in a vaccine COVID trial during the original trials if you were pregnant. So then there was the big question, well, does, is it also important for pr- pregnant women to get the vaccine? So Pfizer decided to do a study to answer the question once and for all, a COVID vaccine trial in pregnant women. But after about 350 women enrolled in the study, 
They shut down the trial. They never released the results to this day, two years later. And instead, the public health community just said emphatically, they have to get the vaccine. Now, the other vaccines, they tell women, hold off until the pregnancy is over or try to get the vaccines before pregnancy. There's a whole, there's a big precedent of vaccines where the CDC tells people to wait before or after. Um, Now, is the vaccine safe in pregnancy? I think it it is. I think we've seen now from observational data, but why they don't need a booster dose if they're young and healthy? There's never been data to support that. They don't need their fourth doses. Right now, you have doctors in America where if you're a 12-year-old kid and you come into the office, the first thing they do is they say, oh, you've only received three mRNA vaccines. You need the fourth one. Well, how about just taking care of the child or listening to them? Um, when you're pregnant, the same thing. You come in for a prenatal visit. The first thing they might say is, oh, you've only gotten three COVID vaccines. I'm going to give you your fourth. They're doing that today, ignoring natural immunity. So the question is, are we going to follow dogma or are we going to follow science? Because when you look at the science, it's really flimsy for a lot of these current recommendations. Well, I mean, you wrote in your piece over a tablet, a good piece. People should check out. I'll tweet it out. Uh, sort of a, a statement of a statement that described what the approach was for uh, the last three years in uh, so many instances. I'm quoting, in the absence of good data, organized medicine chose the path of stern paternalism. Well, um, stern paternalism is not synonymous with science and data, is it? No, it's not. And when the data catches up, it embarrasses the dogma. For example, one of the top three most discussed articles in the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA, last year, was the finding that the mRNA vaccine particles were found in breast milk, the vaccine particles, not the antibodies alone. So um, if you look at the track record, it's a pretty bad track record. If you look at the outcomes in Sweden, total deaths in Sweden, per capita is far below the total deaths in Michigan, despite the same population and the same percentage of elderly people in the society. So um, some humility would would go a long way right now, but we're not seeing it. No, humility is not the stock and trade of the Ava Perona of East Lansing, either Gretchen Whitmer. Um, um, You mentioned uh, name a pro athlete who has died from COVID in the world, and you can't name one. But we can name another pro athlete that died from a heart attack after he said the COVID vaccine brought on a heart condition. This was a Dominican professional basketball player named Oscar Cabrera and Damas. He died this week after a heart attack while undergoing a stress test at 28 years old. Um, I, you know, and I don't know the, the, the particulars of his case, so I'm not, I'm not endorsing the conclusion. I'm just describing what his conclusion was about the vaccine's impact and then what happened to him, unfortunately. But but what do we what more do we know, if anything, about the incidence of uh, myocarditis in young, healthy men in particular? And, you know, the, the, these hashtag died suddenly stories that we continue to hear. Well, <clears throat> what we know about myocarditis, which, by the way, is a is a complication you'll never hear public health officials talk about except to downplay it. It happens at an incidence of about one in 6,000 young males. 
Now, if this is a deadly vaccine, a deadly virus for them, maybe that's worth the risk, but it's not for young, healthy males. And so um, we've seen people show up in the hospital with myocarditis. We've seen people with subclinical myocarditis. That is, it doesn't even cause any symptoms. And there's a study out of Switzerland that found that 2% of people after the COVID vaccine had some heart uh, inflammation, some damage to the heart, albeit very minimal, that resulted in a blood test called a troponin level being elevated. And so that's a, a very minimal sort of uh, harm to the heart, so minimal it does not cause any symptoms like pain, but something is happening. And there's been absolutely no interest by the CDC or public health officials to study this properly. I would love to know if J.J. J. J. Watt is not playing football today because of the vaccine. Mm. But we'll never know that because unless someone systematically studies this, then we're never going to really know whether or not it's resulting in long-term complications like atrial fibrillation. And they don't want to look at it. Just look at the VAERS database of vaccine complications. Absolutely no interest by the CDC to dig deeper, to look into those deaths, to figure out what happened, to issue a report. There's been absolutely no interest. It's, it's almost like they're, they're very overt. Hey, don't talk about this stuff because it might cause someone to not want to get a vaccine. Speaking of that, where are you when it comes to making recommendations for uh whatever booster we're allegedly on now i've lost count but uh you know is it the same sort of profile uh older people comorbidities heavier what what, what, just could give us generally speaking your sort of uh recommendations well if there's one you know there may be a person out there in in illinois who's not had covid and if they are older and high risk i would say you know get the vaccine but Here's the thing. We're on number seven, dose number seven for seniors and dose number four for people as young as 12 years old. It doesn't make sense to give someone a vaccine to immunize them when they're already immune from natural immunity. And we can't keep up with these new variant strains with our new vaccines. So we're vaccinating against the strain that has yet to appear and for which there's no data. I'd like to make it very simple. Let's see a randomized controlled trial that a vaccine works, and then let's recommend it. And you don't need a vaccine if you already have high levels of circulating antibodies. So people out there, public health officials are holding to this line that a a five-year-old girl in America will need 77 mRNA vaccine doses in her average lifespan I would like to see the data before we make such a sweeping recommendation. Yeah, and it, and it's not like we're on a, under a time crunch like they used as an excuse before about having to make decisions in real time with imperfect data because we're under the gun and people are dying. Well, that's not the case anymore, so the lack of interest is really stands out now in a way that perhaps it didn't in year one or two. Yeah, the worst thing you can do in public health is – say that there's a fire when there's not a fire, right? You can only cry wolf so many times. So I I think we need to be very honest with the American public, and that is there's no compelling reason for your average American to get vaccinated right now 
who already has had COVID or who already has had the primary vaccine series, if they're not super high risk, live your life. And, you know, the White House just two weeks ago invited NCAA champions to the White House. If they were unvaccinated, they had to stay six feet apart. Um, That's the sort of nonsense we need to say. This is completely anti-science. It's hurting credibility. And let's stop it. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.